When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Here we go. It is the Vol Report with Cooper Mays brought to you by City Heating and Air Conditioning. And Cooper, nice enough to join us. Again, brought to you by City Heating and Air. Integrity Matters 50 years in Knoxville. So, Coop, it is almost Mother's Day. And I'm, I'm curious about your mom. I want to learn a little about your mom and the impact she's had on you. Because I, everybody knows probably your dad, Kevin Mays, played for Tennessee. They know your brother, Cade Mays. And you've got a younger brother. It's camp. Is, is he eight years old? Is that right? Ten? Right yeah, in there? he'll be eight. Okay. He'll, he'll be eight. So um, she's kind of the, the lone lady of uh, the group now. Uh, how challenging is that with you guys? Uh, I mean – Probably for everybody. I mean, any other any other person, it would probably be really challenging. I'm sure it's challenging for her, but she she handles it really well. It's all she's known, I guess, to a certain degree. So, I guess she 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 takes it like a champ. How would you d- describe your mom's impact on you as a as a person? Yeah, I would say she's had a, an immense impact on me. Um, that's really so. I'm I'm just like my mom. People that don't really people have never really met my mom, but me and my mom are just alike. And then you know, usually that breeds a little bit of like animosity between the kid and the parent. Sometimes when people like when two parties are too much alike, but you know, me and my mom get along really well, and that's that's kind of always been my rock throughout my whole life. So I I mean, yeah, it's hard to even measure really the the impact that she's had on me. How would you describe her personality for those that don't know? Um, I would just say like uh, just um, when whenever there's a storm, like she's she's the piece in the middle of it. I guess I don't, I don't really know how to describe it, but she's she's very cool, calm, and collected all the time. And you know, if you've ever been around my mom, you know that she's never had a bad day. You know, I. I you, there's never a day that my mom gets out of bed and just, you know, has a bad day. She always makes it a good day. And, you know, I think she lives out, you know, a lot of, I mean, she's, she's a huge Christian woman. Like that's, that's where she gets her strength and, and all of her love and everything. She gets it from the Lord. And, 
she she walks that that path daily and and never really wavers. So I, I don't really know how she does it, but she's she's a rock for everybody around her that's ever ever been around her and and people that are around her at all. How important do you think that is for her when you're out there playing football, which isn't the safest activity in the world? Um, I shoot, she, I don't think she really looks at it like that. I mean, I think she's just really proud of where me and my brother have went with it so far. And, um, you know, she's been around it a lot. Um, people don't know this, but her brother is, uh, Michael Frog and he used to start at center here a couple of, he, he played for, I think four or five years here in the mid two thousands and started some games, earned a scholarship you know, uh, pretty soon after getting onto campus. So she's been around it a lot. And then obviously she had my dad. So, you know, she doesn't, I don't think she looks at it any type of way, but just proudly. No, uh, frog could play as well. So she's, she's a football mom through and through. It doesn't sound like there's any question about that. Yeah, no, I I don't know. I don't think I, I probably wouldn't even call her a football mom. I think she's just a mom, you know? She's just she just is what she is. That's what she was born to do. I feel like. So, um, are, are there times in, in in challenging times that she's the one that is she that person that you pick up the phone and call and say, "Hey, what's up?" That sort of thing. Yeah, definitely. Um, I I don't really have. I don't. I don't know. I'm kind of. I don't really have bad days. You know, I'm. I've been blessed that I've had a really good life. So I don't. I usually don't have many times where I'm just sitting here like, oh, I need somebody to call like that. But, you know, if it was somebody, it definitely would be my mom. Well, that's sounds like that's because you have her mentality. Yeah, I might be it. I don't know. We, I mean, I've, there's a lot of people that have a lot of stuff wrong and a lot of bad days that are for legit reasons. So, I mean, it's hard to find days where you're just truly down and out of it. Yeah, well, I mean, I think you're kind of referring to those first world problems. You, you've yeah. been in other places that are a lot tougher, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of differences in, in what trouble is here and other places that I've been, for sure. So I wonder how much of that gratefulness that you're kind of referring to comes from her as well. Oh, definitely. I, I mean, she just I, – I don't know. I feel like I feel like that's kind of been my mentality is just to be like an easy kid to raise and kind of – I guess I got that, you know, from her a little bit. She's – you know, she's really easy to get along with. They're really, you know, just good to be around. Um, there's there's nobody that has a bad time because of my mom. And I, I've kind of strived to be that. So, you know, that's that's just kind of how I try to live my life. So you were the easy kid to raise. Uh, was Kate any different? Was was he no. more of a challenge? I mean, probably more than me. I don't know. But um, I don't know. I just I, – I just – I think like a lot of like I think I talked about it on the show before, but like a, a huge thing in in my life was just like I kind of just I realized at a young age how like stressful life was like for not for me, but like how stressful life was for people that actually were, you know, in charge, like our parents and stuff. Me looking at my parents, I under I kind of understood at a young age what they were going through and whatever it was like it's hard making money in the world and it's hard, you know, just making ends meet and everything. So. I kind of just saw all that and I just realized that I didn't want to, I didn't want to be that kid that was bringing trouble to their parents while their parents were trying to make a living and trying to send you to school, you know, keep up with the house and all these other things that they were had to deal with. I didn't want them to have to deal with me on top of that. 
And it's neat because Camp, you said, is about to turn eight. And I want to get an update on Camp because I think he's starting to show up in like the, uh, I guess it would be like the 2035 recruiting list. We'll see. But um, the whatever year that would be. But, um, you know, just, just in terms of uh, y- your mindset day in and de- day out, your, your even kill mindset, uh, how, how important has that been to serve you through the ups and downs? Because there's been ups and downs with this program as well. No doubt. I mean, there's there's ups and downs in life every day. It's just kind of how you roll with it. You know what I'm saying? So it's been really good for me. It's it's helped me a lot in, in life just in general, because no matter what situation you're kind of put in, you never really know how it's going to affect you in the end. So you can't really judge whether it's good or bad in the moment. You know what I'm saying? So there's obviously some bad stuff that happens, but it's about how you react to it. So I think that's a big thing in football. Like, there's so much bad things that do happen and can happen on a game day or just practice or whatever in general. And you just got to make do with it and you just got to move on and, and figure out how to, you know, finish the job, even though things didn't go perfect. Let's get to a long time trend in football and especially college football. I want to ask about your, your running backs that run behind you. It's brought to you by City Heating and Air Conditioning, cityheatandair.com. Integrity matters 50 years in Knoxville, city heating and air conditioning is your home. And I know the temperatures are going to get warm. Some HVAC units are going to go down. Some people just say you got to have a whole new unit. That's not necessarily city heating and air conditioning. They'll make the right call. May just be a part, may not need a whole new unit. So back when I was your age, it was pretty much one tailback in a particular offense, be it college or pro, would get the vast majority of the carries. You're probably too young to remember that. Um, but now it's usually a group of tailbacks. So having a fresh guy in there, and, and you guys do, and I want to break them down one by one, but having a fresh guy in there, how taxing is that, do you think, on the defense? I mean, it's the same. It's kind of the same premise as us, you know, us O-linemen going against the fresh rotation of D-linemen halfway through the drive. I mean, there's just nothing more demoralizing than – you being like dog tired and then them rolling in a whole new group of fresh people or in your case, what you're talking about a whole new fresh running back. That's not tired. So, I mean, that's, I think it's huge personally, the way I look at it, I'm not sure if linebackers see it the same way or whatever defenders see it the same way, but you know, having a fresh and equal capable running back run in is, is devastating for a defense, especially if they're wore out and tired. Especially if they're fresh and they get that extra yard. I mean, w- when you're in a drive and it's first down and you guys have a, a decent push, how different is it for a yard as opposed to a guy who's able to push or make somebody miss and pick up three or four yards? How 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 much easier does that make second down and the drive moving forward? Well, it's huge for our offense, especially because, you know, first and second down are such big downs for us. You don't really want to get – you you never in our offense with the tempo, you don't ever want to be in a spot where you're in third and long or third and medium so long. So, I mean, a couple yards is, is a huge difference. I mean, if you, if you get two extra yards on your first and second down runs, that's four yards. That's almost half the chain length. I mean, football, you hear it talked about football is a game of inches. So, I mean, when you can get yards, that's, that's even more added on. So, that's that's the difference of the game right there. You never know when the difference is going to be made by an extra yard or two. 
do you pay attention to really who's in the backfield? Does it affect at all how how you block who's who's actually getting the ball? No, no. I'll I'll maintain my position. You don't really know what's going on back there. It's really it's pretty crazy. The stuff just goes too fast for you to really like. I mean, maybe one day you'll account for something like that. I guess if we had just a behemoth of a back and then like, you know, Dylan Sampson running there. I mean, I guess you could block different for those guys, but you know, I don't know. No, I yeah. Don't. Well, the reason I was asking that is do you guys, and I don't think you do because they're not that vastly different, but um, I think it's like Jalen Hurd and Alvin Kamara. You remember those guys. I'm, I'm yeah. See, that's, see, that's a big, a bigger kind of difference though. I feel like, I feel as if personally, if you look at our backs, I mean, it's Dylan Sampson, Jalen Wright, Jabari. Those three guys are our are, are core three guys that are going to be getting a lot of the carries. They're all around the same size and have around the same skill set. They're big on making people miss and and running hard, hitting the hole hard, and they all have really good vision. So they all kind of run the similar. But I, I definitely see if you have a guy like Jalen Hurd and a guy like Alvin Kamara, you could – you could block differently for him. We, I feel like we know a lot about Jabari because he went into last year and we all knew he needed to put on 15 pounds. He did it. That helped him uh, in a lot of different ways. You know what it's like to play undersized. And um, that, that helped him. And we, we've talked a lot about Dylan Sampson. There's something I want to hit on him about, but Jalen Wright, I don't feel like we've, we've talked about nearly enough to be as productive as he was last year. What is it about Jalen's approach to the game that you like? Uh, you just know when when Jalen's getting the ball, you know that he's going to run with the mentality that, that you need. You know, he's going to finish plays off, and he's going to have an intensity about himself. I love I love that about Jay Wright because, you know, he's he just brings – he brings a little bit of, you know, flavor to it, I guess, a little bit. I don't know. It, you, can, you can tell when somebody's intense and – and when they just bring a little bit of energy to the field with him, and I think he's one of those guys. I think we've got guys like that all over the field, but I think he's also one of those guys that, you know, just has a little bit of extra to him that, you know, when it's game time, he means business. What do you mean by the energy? Not necessarily in the play, but can you kind of feel that in the huddle when when he gets his chance? Yeah, I don't know. Jalen's – he's funny. He just – he talks a lot. He, he's always energetic, and I think it's kind of showed up as he's gotten a little bit older and, and you know, kind of just learned, you know, kind of how to play the game, and he feels a little bit more comfortable. So – but you, you just know that all of our backs are going to do a good job of hitting the hole, and they're all going to make people miss. And I – I'm just a huge fan of our running back room in general. Like all of those guys are my best friends. I'm, I'm honestly, those are, those three are some of the guys I'm close with on the team in general, the whole team. Wait, so you, you call them some of your best friends. If they're smart, they're going to be your best friend. They're going to go out of their way to be nice to you. Cause you're the one that's going to determine how successful they are. They may be playing you coop. No, I'm, Hey, <laughs> I'm going to do my thing regardless, whether, whether I like you or not, but I will say those three guys are awesome. I, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Jabari. I'm a huge fan of Jay Wright, Dylan Sampson. I've always been a huge fan of since he got on campus. So I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm a big fan of those guys. You know, I'm in their fan club. Yeah, there you go. All right, so Jalen's the energetic one. Jabari, I mean, we only see him in press conference situations. So I mean, that really doesn't tell me anything about a person. <laughs> um, but 
how would you describe his personality and approach to the game? Uh, I, me and Barry are actually really similar. Um, we've been, we're, we're in every class together this semester, but like me and me and Jabari have been really close for about two years now. And, uh, he's just really, he's a guy that's kind of, you know, he's not the loudest, most vocal guy, but he's always working hard and he's, he's one of the hardest workers in the room. And, you know, you know, that he means business and you know that what he's going to produce when he gets on the field. And honestly, people don't talk about enough. He's really good in pass protection too. So, but he just he he does this thing regardless. Me and me and Bar are really close though. He's one of my best friends. But he's he's more standoffish a little bit. Um, you know, just keeps to himself a little bit more, which I really respect. I, I'm like that too sometimes. So I can really respect that. I, I, you know, I'm being silly, but when you all walk to class, do you walk ahead of him? No, we walk side by side. <laughs> no, we get we get Chick Fil A after every class, or let's see, after the first class of every day. I guess. Okay, but you don't clear the lane to the uh, pickup line, do you? No, there's not a lot of people on campus, man. <laughs> so, many, so many online classes and stuff nowadays. It's not like it used to be. Yeah, that's unfortunate. All right, so we um, we we talked about Dylan Sampson too. I I just feel like that he is. It's not like he's an unknown. He made plays last year. I just feel like that's the guy. If I had a pick, that makes the biggest jump from last year to this year, which is saying something because he was already good. I just feel like that's my guy. If I had to pick one guy, am I crazy? Yeah, no, I don't think we we saw nearly what he could be last year. I think more of that will show this year. But, I mean, that's he's a really special kid, man. He's a, he, like all around human being from from football player to, to student to just friend. I mean, just an all-around great guy. I, and especially for a young guy, too. Like, I, I remember the first time I ever met or saw DeSamp, like, I guess to a certain degree, I never really – I didn't know who – like, sometimes freshmen just come in. I think he came in during May, which usually when people come in during May, you don't really see them till a couple, like a week or two in. Like, sometimes they just slip by you and you don't know everybody. And we went into, like uh, – we were just, like, running around us players, like running through some of our plays or whatever – just going through calls and he knew every single signal or call or whatever. Wow. And I just kind of, I thought it was really remarkable because as a young guy, it's hard. you got so much other stuff to think about than like what, what the pass pro calls are as a running back and stuff. And he just knew, he just went right with it. Just know, knew everything and, and was on his stuff very early on. And I, I kind of commented on, I don't know if he remembers, but I, I told him that that was, that was some serious stuff. And that that was, that was really cool to see from him. Yeah, I'm sure you said serious stuff. <laughs> serious stuff right there. It was. I, I bet it, was. it was some exactly. serious stuff. Yeah, it's exactly. It's some serious bleeping is what that was. Um, so <laughs> the um, when you see a running back take pride, so are you telling me? Let me go back. Are you telling me he was pretty good at pass pro, like pretty much showing up on campus like all fall? Well, not you talking about uh, Desam? Yes. Not, not, not the actual physical of portion of doing the pass protection, but like he knew all the signals and, and calls. So it was just more the mental stuff, which has shown me that he had been up there taking his extra time off studying, asking coaches, hey, what's going on here? What's this signal? What's this? He, you could tell he had put extra in that, that no, no normal freshman is going to know everything just like off the bat, just like that. And and he kind of knew it really early on, and I, I took notice of it. I don't know if there were anybody else really did. I think Coach Golish was there with me, and 
and kind of took note of it too. But he's a, he's a really special kid. I'm I'm really excited to see what he'll do throughout his whole career here. I think Tennessee fans will be really excited that we had Dylan Sampson. Yeah, but I think Alex Golish said that's some serious stuff. Serious stuff. <laughs> Most serious of all things. When you're a guy that's up there getting his nose bloodied all the time and hitting people, and you see a running back take pride in pass pro, I mean, that, that's got to win you over. That's got to endear themselves to you, right? I think it shows where somebody's heart is. You know what I'm saying? I think me personally, you know, like the way I look at a running back, I mean – me personally, I take pride in helping people. Like, I feel like that's my spot and like that's kind of my niche here. Like, I found my role and that's kind of just helping everybody. But, you know, backs could play a part in that in dang near every single pass protection play. Like, they can sometimes they have routes, which, you know, stops them from doing it. But a lot of times, you know, when a, when a, a O lineman's getting beat, if he gets beat clean, if I was the running back, you know, because I'm a pal, I'm stepping in and, and throwing a shoulder and stopping that momentum maybe before I get out on my route. I see a lot of guys in our backfield, they do that whenever they get the chance. And that's the difference in games like Alabama and Georgia and stuff like that is is there's a heightened level of, of awareness and aggression that you get in, in games like that. And I think that shows in a, in a, in a guy's character if he's, a, if he's willing to take a beating to protect his quarterback as a running back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you said you're a pal. What's a pal? Like a P-A-L, like a pal. Oh, a pal. Okay, I thought that was a – Be a, be a friend, be a pal. Okay, I thought it was like – I thought it was like a football term. I didn't know like you like to hit people. He's one of those pal guys. No, no, no like P-A-L, no. Okay, I thought I picked up on something. Apparently not. Well, well now you do. You pick it up now. There, uh, let's start something. Yeah, if we start it right now, it could take off. That's one of those pal players. He'll hit you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Love it. All right. Uh, Cooper Mays again. Tell your mom happy Mother's Day and what she means to you and um, and what she's meant to your career. Shoot, my man. Oh, right now? Yeah, like you're talking to your mom. I was going to call her, probably tell her, write her a note, but – yeah, uh, this is it. This is your card. I just saved you like two dollars and fifty cents. Well, I mean, I feel like I already went through that. I already told her she's my rock and everything. <laughs> anyway, she's mom. You're my rock. I love you very much. You know how much you mean to me. Uh, oh, man, good. I'm gonna tear up, man. Uh, he's Cooper Mays. I'm Dave Hooker. The Vol Report brought to you by City Heating and Air Conditioning. CityHeatAndAir.com. Integrity matters.